Radio Show, your home for car talk covering the latest news to the greatest views on the biggest names in performance, sports, and just plain cool driving machines. Let's rev up the conversation. Time for Driven Radio Show. Hey, all you gearheads and car fiends. Welcome to Driven Radio Show, your weekly automotive happy hour. I am Brett Hatfield here with my co-host and executive, oh, pardon me. (laughs) Executive? No, I'll take it. Executive engineer. Executive engineer. Extraordinaire. That's a lot of ease. How about uh, engineer extraordinaire, Mr. Mark Groves? That's me. We are coming to you from Driven Radio Studios. Okay, before we get to our guest, the phenomenal Mr. Jeff Thistead, we've got a few announcements we need to run through. Uh, First things first, I want to extend my deepest sympathies to Lorraine Fender and her family on the loss of her husband, Rodney. I love Rodney and Lorraine, even though we haven't been able to get together for quite some time. Rod, save a space for me. We'll ride together again, brother. Nice. Uh, Secondly, I'd like to thank uh, Corey Pratt and the crew at Alloy Wheel Repair for the excellent work they did on our Mercedes SL500 last week. Did they fix you up? Oh, man. Corey! Let me tell you, the wheels turned out even better than I thought I had hoped. They turned out even better than I thought they would. Oh, my gosh. For a price I couldn't have hoped to get. (laughs) (laughs) Corey, you the man! (laughs) The guy said, uh, hey, if you got cash, we'll do it for this. And I said, I got cash. Craving cars, craving wheels. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, there are still companies out there doing quality work for reasonable prices. Thank you, Corey, and your company. Again, Alloy Re- Wheel Repair. Everyone needs to go check them out at www.awrswheelrepair.com. And while you're at it, check out Corey's YouTube channel, Craving Cars. Thirdly, proving that dumb never dies how old, no matter how old you get. I may have bought two Harleys this last Jesus. week, uh, but nothing is set in stone. Uh, neither bike has been delivered yet, but they're supposed to be coming. I'll keep you posted. Dad, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fourth, uh, you need to plan to join us for our first ever car show, Cars and Gars, coming up this spring at Ashen Anvil Cigar Lounge in Gardner, Kansas. That's exciting. The cigar shop was built in an old blacksmith shop, hence Ashen Anvil. Uh, they have an outdoor bar called The Bellows and an indoor bar coming soon that will be called The Forge, and they're going to specialize in craft cocktails. And that's Ooh. where you get hammered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right, baby. Uh, there may even be a motorcycle giveaway at the show. Might have something to do with one of those two bikes I bought. Maybe. Uh, be sure to check out Ash and Anvil at www.ashandanvilcigars.com or on Facebook at Ash and Anvil Cigar Lounge. And by the way, I've been enjoying that uh, tobacco you bought for me from uh-huh. them. The pipe tobacco, super tasty. Yeah, I've, been, that's, that's, uh, I've been really impressed by uh, what they had because usually there's like one shop that I go to for pipe tobacco, but uh, that one, they knocked it out. They've got a fantastic selection of pipe tobacco and cigars. Oh, yeah. And now... Uh, cocktails to a company so just awful and you should see that the outdoor lounge is outstanding it's really fantastic fire pits and adirondack chairs just standing in a field yeah we're just getting into (laughs) this time of year that's gorgeous that is awesome it is really pretty and we will be doing a car show there uh we had tried or at least planned to try to do one in early october late september we had dreams uh yeah city of gardner uh was not as expedient as we could have hoped. <laughs> yeah sometimes you got to plan a little ahead <laughs> 
What we, the hell? We did not plan far enough ahead. We're men of action. And uh, <laughs> when one of the shop owners, Derek, called me and said, hey, let's do a car show. And I said, when? He said, in two weeks. And I said, I don't think so, dude. Yeah, dream on. <laughs> have, you, have you discussed this with the city council? I don't think they're going to say yes. <laughs> so anyway, we're planning for spring, hopefully early April, kind of weather dependent. We'll see how things go. Uh, but we've got big plans in the works and giveaways and probably, you know, maybe food trucks, that sort of stuff. It'll be fun. Nice. Good stuff. Looking forward to it. Our special guest this week is Jeff Thisted. Jeff has been a car guy from, from the very jump. He was raised in Colorado and followed his dream of becoming America's favorite TV game show host when he went to Hollywood. He was a production assistant and production coordinator on multiple game shows and for seven years was the production coordinator on The Price is Right. You should see some of the pictures. Those Price is Right lovelies. Dude, you should. Oh, my goodness. He hosted <laughs> Quiz Nation for uh, and 100 winners, both on Game Show Network. Jeff is the host of the Hot Rod Power Tour, the C10 Nationals, Summit Racing Midwest Drags, and Good Guys Rod and Custom uh, autocross events. He's reviewed countless cars for autotrader.com and wheels TV. He's a little bit of a car guy. Jeff, welcome back to Driven Radio. Thanks so much for having me, you guys. How are you? We're fine. You're a busy guy. You're really a busy guy. It's, it sounds like you've got so many irons in the fire. I see all the events you do, but then I also see you just drive all over the stinking country. <laughs> and I'm, I keep wondering, how's this guy make a living traveling as much as he does? I'll say they, I could fly, but why? I'm a, I'm a car guy and I host car shows. So uh, it's like when I worked auto show, it's like at the Detroit auto show or Chicago auto show, I flew around and I got my Delta sky miles and it was all good. But um, those are new car and at, at, at car shows, it's like, why not drive? Yeah. And for the power tour, they used to not let me drive because you know, what if something happens? And you've got to be there. I'm the, I'm the go-ahead uh, guy. So instead of going with everybody else on the tour the day of, once it ends that night, I I go forward. And so I'm there in the morning, and i got to be there. i got to be on stage. Or I, I'm, I'm working, so at least I'm there. But otherwise, it's instead of flying, I mean, drive. It's a, it's a, I got an old car, so it's kind of a, a, a cool calling card. And uh, I get to see the USA in my Chevrolet. It's kind of fun. Plus, if you're on Delta, that's just Amtrak with wings. <laughs> uh, Spirit Airlines is <laughs> not, South, not even as it's good. It's in my oh yeah, in, in my contracts, like I will not fly Spirit, I will not fly Southwest. So it's like if I'm flying, I'm flying Delta. So absolutely, like, absolutely I mean, I, agree with you on both. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned that you drive a really cool car. You drive an old Chevrolet. I didn't say I had a cool car. Now you're putting words away. I think it. Well, it's uh, that's yeah. Show? Yeah, he, yeah you he, he's oh, showing us a, showing oh, us a picture <laughs> of his of his car on the cover of a book. Tell us about your car, Jeff. It's a uh, 1955 Chevy uh, 210 handyman station wagon. It's not a Nomad, so it's uh yeah, it's good fun. Everyone thinks it's no everyone. If you're when I got it, I thought all two. When I started looking, I thought all two door wagons. Like I think 99 percent of the people, you think if it's a two door Chevy wagon. It's a nomad. It's yeah. not a nomad. So there's a video on my YouTube on how to tell them apart if you're interested. But otherwise, it's a uh, yeah, it's two door wagon. It's not a nomad. Uh, I drive the uh, I drive the heck out of it. Yeah. Okay, give me a Cliff's notes. What's a diff? I've watched the video uh, the a bunch of times. If you look at a nomad, uh, my giveaway is the B pillar. Okay. The B pillar on a nomad is slanted. 
towards the driver. The B pillar on my car is straight up and down. Also on the ass end, on the tailgate, you've got seven chrome strips yeah. on a Nomad on the tailgate. Mine doesn't have any strips. Also on the Nomad tailgate, you've got a, I, the nickname is the Knuckle Buster because <laughs> you can't fit your knuckles through the, the handle to get it's a push button to open up the tailgate. Mine is a T handle twist. On the roof, there's nine ribs on the roof. My roof is is uh, completely smooth, and I didn't put it in the video and got jumped on by a lot of people. The rear wheel arches on a Nomad are completely radius, where mine or, or uh, the the fifty five uh, the sedans and the, the handyman aren't radius. They're kind of uh, they kind of square off. So, so those are the easiest way you can tell them apart. So basically, you're aerodynamic with built in fender skirts. You win. It, Done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good fun. Now, we've talked about the difference between the handyman and the nomad. Let's get to the real differences on your car. <laughs> uh, a few months back, you did a ton of work to that thing. And first of all, I'm going to assume it's because you just drove the wheels off of it. And secondly, tell everyone all the cool stuff you did. Uh, did you do it? Did you have somebody else do it? Was it a combination? Just tell us all about uh, everything you did to the wagon. When I first bought it, uh, I I got it. Uh, the things I wanted was a small block, uh, automatic transmission, air conditioning, power steering, and at least uh, front disc brakes. So I got all that stuff. And then I just, I, I the first thing I did, I took out the Turbo 350 transmission, put it in a 700 R4 overdrive. Mm-hmm. So I, I just built it to drive it. Um, not to show it, not to trailer it, but it's my, it's my daily driver. And a lot of people can't believe that you have a 70 year old, however old the, the car is, you do the math. You got, you drive a daily drive a car that old. It's like, yeah, yeah that's what I built it for. So I've slowly been upgrading it and upgrading and upgrading it. And I kind of, um, hitting a wall is the wrong term, but, uh, I've been saving up and, uh, some of the naysayers or the whatever, oh, it's a credit card, blah, 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 whatever it is. Yeah. I've been saving up for 10 years for this thing i put a roadster shop chassis uh a roadster shop spec chassis underneath it and um i had a four i i ls swapped it a couple a few years ago uh with an l it was an lq4 and now it's a 408 with a forged bottom end uh and it had a 4l60 transmission and i had that built to the hilt but it's died on me twice and had I, i after doing a whole bunch of research on the internet it's like i'd rather have a, a stock 4L80 than a built to the hilt 4L60. Yeah. So I watched the shows and I'm friends with some of the guys. So I called up Zach and Ryan at Gearstar and had a Gearstar Pro 4L80 stage four built. Uh, so it's good for 800 horsepower and my car doesn't have, or my engine doesn't have that amount. Yeah. So I'm way under it. Uh, and then because I drive, uh, I put on a gear vendors overdrive. Yes. So. The goal is to uh, uh, do the Silver State Classic at some point. Um, so that'll kind of knock down the RPMs a bit. And then uh, QA1 carbon fiber drive shaft into the Roadster Shop 9 inch rear end, 370 gears. And then, oh, you know, it's reversed. TMI. Yeah, I, I see have a that. TMI interior in the car. Um, <laughs> the seats are fantastic. Their dash pad uh, reminds you that uh, not the current generation, but the last generation Corvette. They've got the, anyways, their dash pad is gorgeous. Stitched and um, pretty. Yeah. So that's, um, and it's a night and day difference. It's the best money I ever put into the car. The, the, the chassis is amazing. It's like, you know, when you go over a, uh, you're on the free when you go for like uh, an overpass 
and the suspension, you get once you get kind of a, a bounce in the suspension. It doesn't do that anymore. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So when everything was done and you finally got in the car and you drove it again, does it feel entirely different? Yeah. Does it I mean, really? it, well, the seats also, because my, uh, the suspension doesn't bounce anymore. And then this, my old seats were the original seats of the car. They've been reupholstered, oh, wow. but they've got, they've got all the spring in them. So even after the suspension would uh, bounce once the seat, you're kind of bounce up and down the TMI seats. They don't bounce They're You're held in. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome. And, and also uh, you asked, did I do the work myself? No, uh, I don't have a garage. Um, and even if I did, I, uh, doing the whole chassis, it's, uh, I want to take a long time. Yeah. And I had to get back out on the road. So I called up, uh, I met Aaron, uh, from orange County hot rods on the seat, classic parts, classic performance parts, CPP or one-stop shop for steering suspension or brakes. (laughs) I met him at the CPP week to wicked build where we built this 55 Chevy with, they bought everything from the internet, uh, their chassis was CPP, but, and then we put it together and not, it was seven days. It was supposed to be five, but seven days. And I met Aaron there and we became fast friends. And he's a tri five specialist at Orange County Hot Rods. And uh, that's all he does right now is, is uh, tri fives. Okay. So and, that was um, the right I, guy for the job. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Cause I, you on the internet, you hear all the stories about the, the shop, the, uh, the shops that just take advantage of you or take your money or, you, you know, the commercial. Hey, how's my car doing? I got three of my best guys on it. They're all napping on the car. <laughs> it's like, he got it done. They had it in one week. They had the body off the old chassis. It, I, for, I mean, one, I flew out there and watched though. It was amazing. Um, so it took longer than that to get everything else in, but we got it situated and uh, it's, yeah, it's a, uh, it's an amazing night and day difference. And uh, yeah, pretty cool. As, oh, and I forgot a uh, black widow mufflers as well. As much as you travel, this thing's already got to be broken in. Have you stuck oh. your foot in it really good yet? No. No. Um, when I got the L, when I put the LS in it, I had a 250 shot of nitrous hooked up, but the front accessory drive was off. The belt, the serpentine belt would, uh, it would be off by one rib. And I threw a bunch of those. So, uh, at one point going up from LA to Salt Lake City, uh, it was 116 degrees outside of Baker, California. And all of a sudden, what the hell? Pull over and it was shredded spaghetti. It's like, oh shit, this is bad because I'm in the middle of nowhere. And some people ask, what, what do you, what kind of spares do you carry? And it's like, well, I always have two spare belts. I got a spare set of fuel injectors, a spare set of valve springs. I got a spare set of all these stupid things that you never know what's going to happen sure. when you're in the middle of nowhere. So it's like I was able to take out the wrench with the 10 mil, put on the new belt and I was on my way. And then the same trip. So in Vegas, I got another belt and then 30 miles outside of Salt Lake City, same thing happened. So it's like bought another belt. So I always have two spares. And then um, I forget when it was, but I put a vintage air accessory, a front accessory drive on it and it solved all the problems. And if it, it just wasn't right. So I don't want to put my foot in it and mess up the, this engine that I first engine I ever built. I spent all my, all the a la carte. I call it comp cams. I call it Holly. I call it Molly Pistons. Like every, every, everyone. And it's like, this is what I want to build. This is what I want to do. And what do I do? And they put together all the parts for me. And I don't want to mess this thing up. Um, so it's a uh, five, 525 horsepower. Um, it really, yeah, it's, I mean, it's nothing impressive uh, or over the top. It's a, and it, it, it's a, and what gets me now is that Orange County Hot Rods put on a three inch pipe 
and into these uh, into these damn those those black widow mufflers. Um, they're they, loud. They got a little throat. Oh, they are aggressive. <laughs> and um, I had just gotten done with the good guys, and I'm leaving. And this idiot in a this is in Delmar. Oh, no. I had just picked up the car. And I, I think I've had it for three days at the, at the, at the time. And it was basically sitting on the, in the good guy show. I'm leaving Del Mar and this idiot in the BMW. Um, I'm in the, the number two lane. He comes up in the number one lane and starts doing the thing back and forth. And I'm like, yeah. just left him alone. And then finally I, I pass him in the number one lane. He's over there and he starts doing the same thing. And I wasn't used to the car yet. So I put my foot into it just a little bit and it shifted down and I could see him. He was like, oh, my God, because the exhaust ah! and the, the car just took off like, holy shit. So I haven't gotten I haven't floored it yet. Um, I have I haven't floored it. Yeah, yet. But yep. it's got some good. Uh, yeah. You say, you say five and a quarter horse. Not that impressive. I know. Right. For, for a guy who daily is well, a 65 Corvette with 350, five and a quarter sounds like a ton. <laughs> It, but you go online and you read all the magazine articles. It, the Z06 has got 650 with a warranty. Yeah, yeah. Off the showroom floor. You know what? I, I, I mean, Hondas have 300 horsepower now. So it's like, I'm, I'm not disrespecting the 525 oh. at all. It's a, it's a good number and it's got great power. Um, but yeah, and I got to think Freiberger wrote one of the, his editorials in Hot Rod Magazine oh. years ago that don't feel bad. You only got all the magazine cars have over a thousand. It's like it's not a magazine car; it's a driver, and I drive the uh, I drive the heck out of it. Yeah, and God <laughs> God bless Freiberger. I I think that man's a genius. Uh, again, I I when I do drive because I I work mostly from home, I daily a, a sixty five Stingray, and though was, the blue one, it's yeah. a cream puff. Though it was right? rated, at, yeah, it's a yeah. it's a heck of a car, but it was rated at three fifty, and that was gross. I know a new yeah. Honda Civic would clean my clock. I don't care. Yep. That's not the point. At all. At all. Yeah. And uh, that's what. And when, uh, when remember when that the Camaro came out a couple years or the the generation before the current one mm-hmm. and it had the four cylinder in it, the LTG four cylinder, yeah, two liter four cylinder, and people lost their mind. And it was three hundred. Can't have exactly that little engine had more horsepower than the Corvette three twenty seven and sixty five. Yeah, and it's it like, did. wait, what? And when it, Craig, Craig. It doesn't make any sense, but it's like they're and they're efficient. They get 30 miles per gallon and they move. So it's like, yeah, well, it's technology. I can't knock it. Right. I just don't yeah. have to embrace it. I'm still driving my <laughs> <Exactly>. old stuff. <laughs> it's like the it's like the electric car thing, whereas um, they're it, it, good guys. People boo them or they don't like them. And all they're all over the Internet with Project X. It's a stupid electric motor, but they're fast. They are stinky fast. Yeah, and then are. the line that comes up is, well, it's like a microwave hamburger. It may be faster, but it doesn't yeah. necessarily taste better. Nobody ever asks you to so, microwave a steak, period. And, all, and Project all, yeah. X doing that with a 57 Chevy, uh, that was more blasphemy than Finnegan's 55, <laughs> 56 <laughs> Chevy with the Hemi in it. Nicely put. Yeah, so, nicely put. Uh, yeah, I, I get it. I get that it's fast. I get that they work. And, you know, if you're looking for torque off the line, nothing beats an electric motor. Nothing beats. But I don't care. I'm still driving my yeah. car. I'm still driving that 65 that if you get caught in rain, you're screwed because it does not keep water out of the car. <laughs> but I love it. That's what I like to drive. All right. Oh, it's a now, beaut. The 55 drives fantastic. You yeah. you keep some spares with you. 
Uh, yeah. Is there anything you miss from before you did all the mods? Anything you miss from the car before? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> and scene. See. <laughs> Next question. No, I mean, that's I, how you know you did no. the build right. <laughs> it's 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 amazing. It really is. And I I'm, I I paid for it all. So it's like uh, I may have got a discount here or there, but I paid for everything. Uh, And the roaster shop, I'm not getting anything from. I'm not sponsored by them. It's amazing. And I went with, I was originally going to go with uh, Art Morrison and then uh, Chris and Linda Jacobs. They autocross. I met them in Chicago years ago. And I was going to go to Speed Tech. Um, They they talked me into roaster shop away from Art Morrison. And then Pat Sheely talked me into Speed Tech performance. But then I'd have to cut the floor and move the firewall back. And it's like, it's a driver. I want my bench seat. I don't need buckets. It's a wagon. Um, and Roadster Shop was a drop it in. Well, um, the only thing we had to do because it was a wagon, there was one rear um, cross member uh, in the wagon uh, tail end. They had to grind out. Yeah. Um, but that's it. Otherwise, it was a drop in. And it, it it's just rack and pinion steering. I'm not used to it. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Watching all the videos on YouTube. And the progression of the project was really cool. It was fun to see all the things that they did. Oh, thank you. And it turned thank out you. outstanding. What is the color on that car? Is that a, a newer burnt orange? It was autumn bronze metallic. And then uh, I left the good guys a few years ago in Scottsdale and was going to a, a, my buddies in Simi Valley to get rewired and a lady ran into me. I was oh. never going to paint it, but the fender got dented it. And this guy was referred to me and he it's uh, yeah, there's an orange it's like a nissan orange on the top and i w- it was supposed to have a lace job oh really but if you, <laughs> oh, it's but if you look at it it looks like you're in downtown and there they have sidewalk construction and it's that the thing keep out the caution tape keep out it's not even fishnet stockings it's not lace no. it's not i don't know what the heck it is sorry you stopped you, you asked me the, about the paint and no that's no my, I, I asked that's you for a reason yeah, yeah, yeah. there's I have, dog hairs in it there's runs all over it there the paint <laughs> is and six weeks after getting it i'm in uh, uh somewhere in pennsylvania and i'm gassing up and i look at the i'm uh, squeegeeing my window and the roof the clear coat is peeling off the roof Oh it's no! Like, oh. We are six weeks after. It's like, what the heck is going on? So I text him. Oh well, when I get it back, I will repair all that. I said, you're never, never seeing ever the car again, again ever. <laughs> ever. Here's the offer I will make for you. Yeah. I, I'll give you a place to lay your head. Uh, you can hang out downstairs near the studio in the bar. We'll stuff you full of all the best barbecue you've ever had in your life. You'll you'll, you'll, you'll have permanent meat sweats. <laughs> And I will try to talk the guy who painted my Corvette into painting the 55. You'll never be happier. Uh, His name's Rick Hunter. He owns a shop called Hot Rod Express over in Blue Springs. Rick is a fantastic human being, and he he does it right. You you know Cotton? Yeah. Okay. Cotton's the one who calls me out on a lot on everything, and that's one of one of the reasons I love him. And when Aaron was doing the, uh, uh, the fenders were off and we put the engine back in with the, the roaster shop chassis, Aaron, uh, repainted the firewall. So the engine part would look tidy mm-hmm. and clean. And I texted Cotton a picture and his response was, you know, it's sad when the engine compartment looks better than the rest of the car. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's funny because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it, what do you say? So say it. So he's offered, it's like at some point, Oh, I'm going to, 
we'll take care of all that. So it's, I've got to, he's offered it and you've offered. So thank you guys. It's like, well, I'll see what, what the hell happens. And if I ever paint it again, we'll see. All righty. We haven't been able to talk for a while. It, it Believe it or not, it's been since January of 21. It's been over two and a half years. No way. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's, wow. Been, it's been a minute. So <laughs> I'm not going to say what all have you been doing? Because you don't have a, you know, we don't have that, <laughs> kind, don't of have that kind of time. And neither do you. Uh, last six months, what have you been up to? Where have you been? What events have you hit? Just good stuff. Where have you been? Uh. I started with the good guys, Delmar, then Pleasanton, and then left for Colorado. I had the C10 Nationals in Texas, um, came back to Colorado, and then a good guys, the Hot Rod Power Tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we ended, we started at the Atlanta Motor Speedway. So I got the 55 on Atlanta. <laughs> cool. uh, it, it's been at Nash. Oh, it was super cool. But, but wait, there's more. <laughs> uh, not only Atlanta, but the uh, Bristol. I had been there before, but I didn't drive the car there. So, uh, and there was no uh, track time allowed that day. But being a host of the show and <laughs> I get there early, uh, I drove in and I got my couple laps at Bristol Motor Speedway, and they weren't high speed, but the t- my Continental tires were on the Bristol Motor Speedway. It's I got goosebumps. I'm sorry. It's uh, <laughs> um, it's Bristol, baby. So we're supposed to start there again next year. Um, and it's like, yeah, I can't wait to go back. It's It was fantastic. And then I drove from there, from Bristol on Saturday. I had to drive to Salt Lake City for the C10 National Salt Lake. Um, and then, let's see, I'll leave here on Sunday, and I'll drive to Nashville for the C10 Nationals in Nashville, down to Cruising the Coast. I'll hang out with Cotton and Newburn for Cruising the Coast. Yeah. Then up to Wisconsin, and I'll uh, meet with Casey Wagner. And then from there, I'll go to Chicago and the beginning of Route 66 and take Route 66 all the way to uh, Santa Monica because that'll be, I turned 55 on October 10th. So it'll be, I'll be 55 in the 55 on Route 66 and take it all the way to Santa Monica. And then from there, I think uh, SEMA and then Pleasanton for good guys and then Scottsdale for good guys. Wow. And then I'll drive it to, back to Orange County Hot Rods because the reason I'm going to see uh, Casey Wagner is uh, I went to meet Dustin Whipple after the good guys, West coast nationals last mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. And I, it'll come out on Monday, but they, I got to video Chris building my hot, my Whipple three liter hot rod supercharger that is going on top of uh, Gandridge Chevrolet LSX 376 B 15 with a Wagner front accessory drive. So I'll be there to, uh, to film the, or video the un- uncrating of the Gandrid <laughs> engine, uh, the the assembly and the testing and dyno tuning, then they'll crate that thing up and ship it to Orange County Hot Rods. And after Good Guy Scottsdale, I'll drive over there, and the old LQ4 is coming out, yeah, and yeah. the <laughs> and that new thing is going in. And oh my goodness, I'm getting nervous. You're not going to be 525 <laughs> anymore. You better do some burnouts yeah. on your way to the shop, man. See what that, that, see what so that the, was, and then oh, compare it to the so new I one. Have a, uh, in right before I left for the good, uh, the right for uh, right before I took possession of the car, I got four new Continental tires, and the old rears are up on Aaron's, are up on my shelf at Air, at uh, Hot, Orange County Hot Rods. I've got my own shelf. That's how special I am. <laughs> so when the new engine goes in, the the tires on there now are coming off. The old ones are going on, and I'm going to do a uh, burnout. Yeah, and uh, see what the hell. 
After all of that, I think the question uh, that a lot of people are going to have, like me, is how many miles do you drive a year? The past two years, I've done uh, over 20,000 miles a year. Um, I've already done about 16,000 since April. And we were, uh, my pop and I were the fifth car to the summit on opening day of the Mount Evans Scenic Byway, the uh, the highest paved road in North America, 14,130 feet Jesus. in the old car. We we saw mountain goats up there eating the the asphalt, and it's like, and the, <laughs> the funny thing, I took a video of this stuff, and as I'm not even revving it, I'm just driving up the hill, and the mountain goats heard the car and would turn and walk down. They would leave. They, it's like they run away. So it's, it was funny as hell. Yeah, I had I sent the the video to a, a Black Widow exhaust like. Mountain, Black Widow keeps mountain goats away. And, yeah, <laughs> so you're on tour right now. You've got stuff coming up. I think you've just told us most of your docket coming up. Yeah, all of it. Uh, I've done it. Yeah, the good guys. Uh, uh, Scottsdale will end in November. And I think that's right before Thanksgiving, something like that. And uh, then I'm done until next season. Okay. Uh, now, tell me you're going to have the 55 on uh, on uh, the power tour next year because you're oh, going to yeah. be really primed for it. Oh, I'm so this year I didn't realize until we had a uh, the, the a meeting like this, the Zoom meeting, and um, they tell you can't say anything about this, but Project X is going to be there, and Alex and Lucky from Hot Rod Garage just put the uh, 632 in this thing. It's like okay, good because mm. they broke the internet when they put the electric motor in. Yeah. They broke the internet. They got what they wanted. They they got a lot of publicity, but everyone hated it. <laughs> so this year they put that thing in and it was, uh, they debuted it at Atlanta. It was under the cover when we got there. They got to unveil it right next to the end. So, and my car's in the Continental display. So all week long, I mean, the 55 is either right next to Project X or Project X is on one side of the stage and the 55 is on the other side of the stage. So they were bookends. And it was like, it's, uh, I don't know the highest honor ever, but it's like the, the 55 <laughs> and Project X in the same picture or the same sentence or the, it's like a little, it was just amazing. Well, and Project um, X did get a lot of heat last year. You don't see too okay. many magazine, uh, hot rod magazine readers showing up at the Tesla dealership. So, at all. Uh, <laughs> at all. And I get why they did it, but again, it just seems sacrilegious. It just seems wrong. Uh, all right. Here's the good stuff. And uh, it, it's your time to shine, brother. What's the dumbest oh, thing you've done in a car in the last couple of years? The dumbest thing? I don't even know. The, if, uh, if you have to temper it for statute of limitations, that's fine. <laughs> I can't. The dumbest. I'm uh, pretty reasonable. I want to break things. But at Del Mar a few years ago, there was this. It slithered up on me silent as death and it's an electric cobra and oh. like what the hell is this thing oh wait Why? a second is is that the guys from uh superformance is that lance standards no because he has no, no, one no, no. did he really yeah he's got one i i was talking to him a while back he says it's a thousand horsepower come drive it and i'm thinking no that's oh. gonna kill me <laughs> so he he was autocrossing all weekend long with us and when he would put down the throttle the front uh, passenger side front wheel would come off the ground three inches because and, because of the torque of the, of the frame twist. God. And I kept on watching and watching. And I didn't understand. And then at lunch, he's like, oh, Jeff, you know, I want you to drive this. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, we, I got done. We're wrapped with the whole show on Sunday. And I don't even know where I'm going, but he caught me. It's like, hey, here are the keys. I want you to go out and drive it. It's got a full charge. 
I'm just, no, here, go take it. So I took it for three minutes, came back. He's like, you go out and get it. So I got Sadie Reese from CPP. She was just standing there. Sadie, get in the car. And it was not necessarily violent, but it's just, <laughs> it's either on or off. And yeah. it's silent like a ninja, but God, this thing just, it was, and it stuck. It didn't squirrel. It just, just took off with that nasty wow. electric yeah, well, that sound. Worm. Um, so I don't know if it was dumb, but it was um, quite an experience. <laughs> I, I can only imagine. I can, I th- yeah. Plus, I, I think he's Tesla and truck on Instagram. I'm not sure, but he's lengthened it now. It looks a little odd, but it's still, it's a evil, nasty. Well, he probably did that to keep the stinking front wheels from coming off the ground. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, 100%. You know, it, those things, Cobras don't weigh much to start with. They're 23, 2,400 pounds, maybe a little heavier if it's electric. Let's go 2,800 pounds. 1,000 horsepower. Start doing horsepower to weight. <laughs> and then it doesn't even have to wrap up. It's got 100% torque yep. right right off the get-go. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It, it, <laughs> may, it may as well be launching you from a like a uh, a slingshot. 100%. Yeah, it was awesome. 100% from the jump. <laughs> We've been speaking with Jeff Thisted. Uh, Jeff, please take a minute and tell everybody where they can find you online and on social media. Oh, geez. Well, you started with... You guys looked at my website. Um, nobody <laughs> looks at my website. It's my name. Otherwise, all the car stuff is on iDrive at 55. And from there, you can get uh, links to my YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. It's basically all just Jeff Fisted. And be sure to go check out the YouTube videos. I've got the full build on the 55 and all the other cool stuff Jeff does and places he goes and people he meets. It's well worth the time. Thank you guys for having me and for all you guys listening out there, if you guys are, are, if you're car guys, or even if you're not car guys, it doesn't matter. I got, you talked about the prices, right? And I was working on, I guess it was two weeks ago um, in Pleasanton. And one of my, he turns with the phone and shows me that Barker had passed away. Oh, and it's like, God. I don't want, I didn't want to know that now then, but it's like all the texts started coming in on my phone. And I've been saying this at the award ceremony and at the end of all the autocrosses is like, if you, if you're with a friend, if you're with family, look at him, tell him you love him, give him a hug because life is short. It is. Um, no matter what, life is short. And um, the people are your friends. It's like all the car people. I, I love my car family. So I get to get out on the road and see Seema. I've seen this car and this car and this car, but I haven't seen you. And that to me, that's what it's all about. So yeah. give the person next to you a hug or give, yeah, tell him you love him. And uh, yeah, life's too short. Absolutely correct, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. And that's why I like to have Jeff on because he makes it easy. Oh, dude's fun. Yeah, he is. He is a lot of fun. 20,000 miles or 16,000 miles, whatever he said, since April. That's that's, that's a lot of driving. not that long ago. He has been chewing up some roads. Yeah. It's a lot of windshield time. <laughs> and after the interview, we were talking to Jeff and talking about dumb crap we've done and yeah. having stuff replaced. And I told him he wouldn't catch me at any of the events for a while because I'm having the knee surgery done. Uh, and we were talking about all the things we've broken <laughs> and hardware and crap like that. And Mark starts telling me about. <laughs> yeah, my son was over last night. And uh, for some reason, we got onto that about, you know, hey, there's going to be a there's going to be an end point here. There's going to be yeah, a stop fun- sign. Funeral plans. What do you want? And so, you know, uh, both my wife and I plan on being uh, cremated. And then we got to chatting about the hardware that they he's like, well, do I get to you know keep the hardware? And I'm like, well, no, uh, they don't crunch up the hardware into the ashes. That stuff's usually taken out of whatever's do they left. Cycle it. Well, they do whatever they want with it, quite honestly. You have to really keep an eye, especially if somebody had platinum 
uh, oh. put into him, you need to say, hey, I want the hip and this and that. However, he, he looked at me and uh, with his yeah, beautiful, sincere uh, 23-year-old face, he said, Dan, I really hope you get a hip replacement because if that happens, I want that as my shifter knob in my Ford. <laughs> And I'm like, you son of a bitch, that's brilliant. <laughs> wow, that's not bad. That's a boy right after my I, own heart. I, I, yeah, well, he's he's that dark, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm I'll, like, that's brilliant, too, because it would work. I mean, I'll tell you what I told Rhonda, and I think we may have talked about this outside of the show before. I want to be cremated. Mm-hmm. I want her to get the ashes and put them into... A hundred or two hundred little vials, whatever you can get, you know, just little couple inches long glass, just enough to be a little ash in there. Yeah. And then I want her to give those out to people at my celebration of life. Tell them when you get someplace you think I'd like to be someplace huh. cool, spread them. Yeah. Spread the ashes. And I told her, uh, I, I'll bet you five bucks more than half the people put me down a portage on. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, whatever. You remember that one time? We'll fix you. <laughs> my uh, my brother, he his ashes, uh, his wife took them all around the world because they love to travel. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of funny in a way because he, he loved to travel. But the one place he didn't want to go to was France. He never wanted to go to France. And oh, no. uh, just before he passed, we were chatting and he's like, you know what? Finally going to give her that damn vacation in France. I've told her to take my ashes and dump them somewhere that's halfway cool. She did. And she France. went everywhere. Uh, France. There, there's my brother's ashes is all across freaking Europe and also a little bit uh, Belize. I believe there's some of him there and there's a beach somewhere down there. So he's he's a little bit everywhere. I think it's a great idea. And, the, you know, the Portageon, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, it's it's going to be Portageons and gentlemen's clubs and biker bars. And, uh, You're going to be snorted off the back it, of a naked woman. That's oh, no, awesome. there, there's something worse. I got to bet. <laughs> A couple of my biker buddies probably will find a lady of the night and a douche and run me through one more Oh, time. Jesus God. Oh, 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 oh. Good night, folks. Thank you so much for spending time with Driven Radio. We love what we do, and we wouldn't be able to do it without the support of our listeners. Oh, God. You can find us online at DrivenRadioShow.com. I follow can't us stop on, seeing it. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Driven Radio Show. On LinkedIn as the Driven Radio Show podcast. And you can find Mark crying on his therapist's couch. <laughs> in the couch. fetal position. He's going to put a therapist kid through an <laughs> Ivy League school. I am Brett Hatfield for Mark L. Groves. Yo. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time here on Driven Radio. Oh.